Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 46. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you the Bible study that God's put on my heart and the things to talk about, the things we pray for, and for these three days that we do it, you know, again, like I said, we're on the air Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday now. And we hope that uh, there's not much of an inconvenience for you. Um, we have started yesterday on Monday's podcast, we, episode 45. We started talking about Christmas um, subjects, which was the subject of Jesus being born. Today we're going to be talking about the shepherds. And a couple of thoughts there about that. And then we're going to always do our prayer request segment. And then we'll have our closing remarks. And we're also going to have our songs, which we're going to go into right now, our song. As soon as we, uh, I get it pulled up, there we go. And today's song is... It came upon a midnight clear.
Amen. <coughs> Amen. Let's hear it for the Church of Evangel. I of uh, singing this uh, con uh, came upon a midnight clear, and that's what actually we're going to be talking about tonight. Today is about something that happened to the shepherds on a midnight clear. Okay, but before we do any of that, we're going to pray and go to the Word of God. Then read scriptures, and then I'll give you what God gives me. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to take a call of heaven's author and anoint these lips of clay, Lord. We just ask you right now, Lord, to let these be your words and not mine. Let these be your thoughts and not my thoughts. And Lord, guide it, and let us remember as we're studying this Christmas thing, it's about you, Lord. And help us to remember the real meaning of Christmas. We ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. If you got your Bibles with you, I want you to go to the book of Luke, chapter number 2. The book of Luke, chapter number 2. And we're going to start in verse 8. And we're going to stop in verse 20. Luke, chapter 2, verse 8. We're going to start... And as we're talking about Christmas this year, we only got three weeks to Christmas, if I remember right. And that kind of gave me and my wife a little shudder down our spine. And the most thing that we want for Christmas, though, is our own place. And we don't got that right now. We're living in a hotel right now. And because of things that are going on between her brother and the estate and her but that's okay God knows he's got a situation at least we have a place to lay our heads so the title of the Bible in the Bible that I'm using over top of verse 8 says angels announces Jesus to the shepherds okay and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the fields keeping watch over their flock by night verse 8 of chapter Luke chapter 2 and lo the angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory of the Lord shined around about them and they were so afraid and the angel said unto them fear not for behold I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be all people for unto you this unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior which is Christ the Lord and this shall be a sign unto you ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger then and suddenly there was with a angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the earth highest on the earth peace goodwill towards men now the next part over over uh, top 15 of uh, chapter 15 says shepherds visit Jesus and it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them to the heaven the shepherds said one to another let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which I come to pass with the Lord has made known unto us 
And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. When they have seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that hear it wondered at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary kept these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they have heard and seen as it was told unto Christ. Now, here we go with this scripture here. And I want you to close your eyes at this point because I want you to try to picture what's going on here. We have shepherds with your eyes closed, not your eyes closed with shepherds in a field. So I want you to picture shepherds in a field with their sheep. And it is about midnight over in the Middle East. And all of a sudden, as they're looking pie out, they're trying to sleep, brought their campfire, all of a sudden a bright light shines in the heavens. And then a voice come, uh, comes out of heaven with an angel saying, Today, with great joy, the Savior of the world comes. Is born, and you'll find him in a manger wrapped up in swaddling clothes. And then all of a sudden, another bright light shined, and a choir of the heavenly hosts shined and sang glory to God that our Savior was born. Now, I want to stop there for, for a second. A lot of people wonder why did this angel not come and tell the rich people? Why didn't the angels not come and tell the kings of the times? That duty was that duty was fought upon shepherds who dealt with sheep with their waste sheep's waste and you know they probably didn't smell very good but you know what even though rich people do follow Christ too and I'm not trying to do a stereotype and I'm not trying to say you can't be rich but God wanted to get to the people so he showed it to the people of lame of of less circumstances that other people. Now I'm not saying that these people were poor because you know sheep herders in those days probably were rich because they sowed their wool and sometimes they were sacrificed animals and stuff. So you know it was important for them to you know they might have been rich, but for a reason it was brung out to these shepherds and immediately they looked at each other as we get back to the story they looked at each other and said we got to go see this because they were so excited and so 
they, they either got on their donkeys or they walked or they got on their camels and they left some people probably in charge to watch the sheep while they were gone. And they went to Bethlehem, where the city they said they were born. And they found the baby lying in the manger, just as the angels had foretold them. You imagine that? Do you, can you imagine that? You're being told by angels to go somewhere and go look and then find it. You have to be very, very in awe. What just happened? Is this a, is this aliens from heaven? Is this, you know... Nowadays, we would think, well, did we just get visited by an angel? I mean, by an, uh, an alien? Or an alien spaceship? Or stuff like that. But they had to go see. And humans got that tendency. They had to go see it for themselves. Kind of like Doubting Thomas did. Well, I believe that Jesus went from the dead when I see the nail-scarred holes in his wrist and his feet and the spear in his side. And Jesus showed up to show him that. Okay? Now, there's, I'm going to go back to that in a few minutes. Okay? Because God's giving me a thought here. But I want to finish. So they went. They seen the baby. They admired the baby. And Mary said she pondered these things that was going on in her heart and remembered them. Okay? So this told her right now that Jesus was a special baby because of what they told. Because they probably told Mary and Joseph about what have happened and what they have saw just like Joseph was visited by an angel to go ahead and take Mary as his wife and told him that there would be a born a son of God so Mary probably was already marveling see because now she's saying this baby is very special well I want to get back to the thing now when we see something, we are acquisitive persons. We want to go see it. All right? And let me tell you something, saints. We got to be very, very careful in that. Because if it don't check out the way it's supposed to, you could get yourself into a very bad mess. All right? Because the devil is our enemy. And the devil knows if you're a Christian, he'll give you enough Christian things about something he wants you to see just to hook you and get you into a situation that, that maybe you're going to go to sin or you can't get out over. You might end up into an occult. Okay? And... Or get you into a situation and find out it's something else. And not even nothing to do with Christ. So we got to be very careful when we get excited about something. We got to make sure it's from God. Now, I'm not saying here that the angels that told him about Jesus wasn't from God. They were. The angels confirmed who they were. 
and the the shepherds believed them. But what I'm saying, we got to do our due diligence to make sure is what it is, because our curiosity can kill the cat. Not literally kill a cat, but it could kill us or get us into trouble. Amen or oh me. So that's that's the first thing God wants me to bring out today. Now, obviously, the shepherds had nothing to worry about. It was true. It was a true story. They went and Jesus was there. They found out. They investigated it. But they investigated it before they shared it. And then they said as they were going back, they were praising God and telling people about what was told. And here, and that means more people probably came to God to see to see the baby Jesus. All right, that night. Okay, that makes sense to you. Makes sense to me. Now, let's look at Mary being the mother of Jesus. She just had this baby. And maybe because it was God's God's son and supernaturally put inside her as the Bible teaches that maybe the birth wasn't even that hard of a birth for her. You know, we know what Adam and Eve did with sin and say what childbearing was going to be, but who knows, having having baby Jesus, it might have been easy peasy for her. You know, you notice it never really said. It just says she had the baby, she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and put him in a manger. Now, I don't know about you, and I'm a man, so... I really don't know what women think about when they're having this baby. But if I just had a 5-pound, 3-pound, or 10-pound, or 20-pound, hope it's not a 20-pound baby, but <laughs> come out of my body, I don't want to see people. Right? Because one, there's probably blood all over the place, and, you know, the baby's being cleaned up, and she might need stitches and you know and, and, and just and tired out from having the baby but three I mean I don't know if it's three shepherds but it's normally three shepherds in the story shepherds came spend time with them Ty told them the story and it says that Mary even with all this stuff going on hid this in her heart and pondered on it and thought about it and her thought was by saying, Jesus is a special baby. Jesus is going to be used as special. But then I got to think years lay on. When Jesus is on the cross and she's there. It had to rip, it had to rip her heart out of her, seeing her son on a cross and being being crucified and nails being stuck in her hand and his hands and a, and a spear stuck in the side to make sure he's dead. That had to rip her heart out. But she probably went back and thought about, well, he had a mission. Because all the way through, you hear Mary ponder things in her heart. We talk about when Jesus was 12 and they had to come to the temple for once a year sacrifice and him and the family left and Jesus was in the temple and stayed behind and they found him they were frantic and they found him 
And Mary looked at Jesus and started to scold him. And he said, well, mother, don't you know I need to be about my father's business? And again, it said there again that that Mary pondered the saying and kept it in her heart. She probably disciplined Jesus because, you know, he (laughs) didn't stay with the family like he should have. Now, he was doing what God wanted him to do, okay? Now, we know Jesus is perfect. He didn't do nothing wrong. So everything that was done is the way God wanted it done. It wasn't not to dishonor his family. He was just letting his mother know, it's time for me to start my ministry. And that's what I did. And I think that's when Mary realized that Jesus was even very, 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 very special. Now, so 12 years from that point when Jesus was at the temple, he already knew what he was going to do for God. He already knew. Okay? And Jesus' mission was to come and die for our sins. Okay? That's what his missions were. To make a right relationship with God. To bring his people. Or make a way for his people. So. We got to be like the shepherds. And go examine this. And and be excited about Jesus in our lives. But make sure. What people are telling you. Lines up with the Bible. And what I'm lining up. Because. Let me tell you something, saints. There's a lot of false preachers out there. A lot of false teachers out there that use the Bible for their own gain. And I hate to see anyone that listens to me do fall into someone else's hands with that. Because I tell you the truth, and I tell you the truth of the Word of God. Because I preach exactly what the Word of God tells me. I don't add or subtract from it. All I do is preach to you. And when I'm preaching, God gives me thoughts as I'm preaching to you, like we're teaching to you. And that's those two thoughts that came up today. So what have we learned today? We learned that Jesus was born. It was announced to the shepherds. The shepherds went and visited him. Then came back and told people about on their way back. And they marveled and praised God. Because something special happened and they were part of it. And we also learned that when we get excited like the shepherds did, we need to take time and examine and make sure what we're getting into is of God. Now, fortunately, they were getting in something with God. And and I'm sure they knew that because, you know, the history of Israel angels showed a lot to Moses or came to help him fight their battles so you know they're kind of they knew about it so it lined up and then we got to remember we got to keep it's like Mary we got to ponder the things that Jesus does for us and put them in our heart and think on these things too and just like Mary did okay So that's what we learned. I hope it was a good Bible study today. Good Bible study. Anyways, we're going to go to our prayer request segment. And...
as you know, the ones that have been uh, listening longer, uh, we've got we're praying for my dad because he's got an a he's got a aneurysm on his aorta, so we're going to pray about that. And then my mom's back, but I did get a good report there that God seems to be working things out for her. Um, she's feeling better with some of this therapy that she's having, and so her back's not bothering as much. Um, we need to pray for my cousin Margaret and the loss of her mother about five months ago, and uh, and plus her her leg. And we need to pray for Lloyd. We did get a hold of him. I don't think Lloyd told us about an update on his cancer. Uh, but he did wish us a Merry Christmas because that's what my wife did. So I don't know exactly what to think about that. But uh, we're going to still keep praying for him until he tells he might have missed the text. I don't know. I don't know if my wife is going to try to text him again or wait after the holidays. I don't know. But uh, but uh, we're going to uh, uh, keep praying for him. Um, then we got, um, the situation with the estate, with my wife, my, my, my brother-in-law and me, the way things are being done and, uh, he's not being so nice. Like I said, we're here in a hotel, but, um, we're going to pray for that situation, for God to take control of that. Um... Then my friend Sean, he's like a brother from another mother. We, he has an unspoken. And then uh, actually two unspoken he's had. And plus his mom's hip recovery, surgery recovery. She's having trouble with walking with the cane and the way I understand. And so we need prayer there. Then... We're going to pray for my grandma, for her eyes and ears and and leg to get some better walking, some better hearing, and some better seeing. She's 93 years old. To get her around, make her a little bit more happier. And God's leading my mom and us to pray this way, so I'm asking you guys to do that. And then for my um, aunt, she's got diabetes and she's scared and... She doesn't know exactly what to do, and too many people are giving her advice. My wife gave her advice. Hopefully she listens, because my wife is a seasoned diabetic, and other stuff that people are trying to tell her is actually going to hurt her being a diabetic. And So, hopefully she listens, so we're going to ask God that she does. And then, um, then, um... And I think that's it, right? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you right now, the Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides, your Jehovah Nisi, the Lord that's more than enough. And Lord, we just ask you right now, you are the great architect, you are the great designer of this creation. We just ask you to go down right now to my dad's heart and touch his aneurysm, Lord, and heal it, Lord Jesus. And Lord, we just ask you to continue to work on my mom's back and work things out there. We ask you to be with my cousin Margaret and help her through this loss of of her mother, Lord, and the, the closing out the estate there. 
and let her, her and her brother and sister get on the same page. Her and her sister are on the same page, but let the brother be on the same page. And then when we asked that he wasn't at his mother's memorial that they had, the comment was, my brother made this choice. You know, I that, that hurt my heart. But we ask you, Lord, to be with Lloyd, Lord. We ask you to be with his cancer and continue to heal him. And let him, let us know what's going on, Lord. And Lord, we just ask you to be with Paul and us, my brother-in-law Paul and us, Lord, and my wife, and let everything work the way you want through this estate closing. And Lord, we just ask you to be with my friend Sean from another brother from another mother. I ask you to be with his two unspokens. And I ask you to be with the situation that his mom's having trouble with this hip recovery, Lord. And Lord, we just ask you to be with my cousin Sharon, Lord. I mean, with my cousin... Um, with my aunt, Lord, with this diabetes, Lord, we just ask you to let her do the way you want. And Lord, we just ask you to be with my grandma, Lord, and touch and heal her eyes and ears and, and, and back, I mean, and legs, Lord, and so she can have maybe a better little life before she passes on. And she's got a heart stronger than mine, Lord, so she could be a while. And Lord, we just ask you to be with The unspokens that you put on my heart for this ministry, Lord, that you're birthing in me. And Lord, I just ask you all this in Jesus' name. Oh, and Lord, we ask you to be with my cousin Sharon, boyfriend Chris, who has a friend. And he was supposed to text me the name and he never did. Uh, so we're going to do it this way. He had a bad motorcycle accident. He was transferred from Port Erin. To somewhere, uh, somewhere I don't know exactly because he was supposed to text me all of this information he hasn't did it yet but we ask you to be with this person as he's doing recovery and, and let everything go the way you want it to go we ask you in Jesus name Amen and Amen and I'm sorry that my phone started ringing I thought I had it on bright bright but I didn't um, but I did um, delete it while we're praying so what can we say to close out this this podcast today we can say this we need to believe in God and we need to accept God in our lives and serve him and we also need to make sure and examine what is being presented to us to make sure the Bible lines up with it so we don't get in the mess and we also need to ponder the things that God does in our lives it's like Mary does and use it as a special circumstance to help get us through to help us learn more about God and we need to be like the shepherds and and be honored that they were told and they went to go see and we need to go see what God wants us to see on that note we learned a lot today and this is the Christmas season and tomorrow we're going to I think talk about the wise men that came to visit 
So if you want to look up, it's in the books of the Bible. Just go to your um, grass, your concordance in the back of your Bible or on your phone and ask for the scripture where it talks about the wise men. And you can be a little bit prepared. Um, but we're going to talk about the wise men tomorrow. And uh, also known as the three kings and also as the three astrologers. And uh, we're going to learn about them tomorrow. And another reason why I think the kings wasn't made known because of something that's going to be brought out in tomorrow's uh, a lesson, Bible study. And on that note, I want everybody that this is this podcast has been a blessing to you. I want you to share it with people and bring it and bring them in so they can be learned and get what God wants too. To help a lost dying world find Christ, you can be part of that by sharing witnessing to people and bringing this to people. And I'm not trying to do this to raise numbers. I'm just trying to do this to help as many as people that God wants me to help. And like I said yesterday, if it's just end up being one person listening, it's worth what I do here. And I like to say God bless you. See you tomorrow. Like and see you tomorrow and I like to say love one another, help one another and bless one another and help us and help each other get through what this life is going through right now. Because we need people right now. We need help right now. We got a band together right now. And on that note, I like to say God bless you. Have a blessed day. Don't get too frustrated with the Christmas shopping out there and the extra stuff going on and the rudeness of the people out there right now because they're just trying to get their Christmas shopping done and there's a lot going on where people get impatient. But uh, try to spread the kindness. And, and on that note, I like uh, Pastor Ron Weaver, your host for God's Internet Church and for God's Internet Church podcast, saying see you next time for God's Internet Church. And see you tomorrow, and God bless you.